G'day guys, we finally made it. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the live stream. We've had a couple of hiccups because I'm trying some I'm trying some new software, Zoom, uh, for the video conference with Mario. And uh, we finally sorted it out. Um, it was just internal stuff, but I think we're there. So Mario, you there, mate? Yep, still yeah, here. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, how's everything going? Mario Para? Uh all good, man. Not too bad. Uh, trying to stay warm out here in the New York winter. Yeah. What is it there at the moment? What's the temperature? Uh, right now it says it's four degrees, which is not the worst, um, but uh, you know it's definitely been warmer. Yeah, I bet. Damn. Four degrees Celsius or Fahrenheit? Yeah, Celsius. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I haven't been in New York yeah. when it's been super cold. I was there two years ago now with you guys. It was uh, that was awesome. Such an amazing place yeah. for skateboarding. Yeah, and that was in the summer, so yeah, which which can also be pretty brutal. So yeah, like super hot. When I was there, um, they had one of the weirdest, uh, like super hot during the day, and then there was this massive lightning storm that came in. It was when Boosted Boards yeah. was doing some of their demos and stuff. It was um, it was pretty cool. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it gets it gets really uh, it gets really humid up here. It's kind of like uh, maybe like the Gold Coast. You could compare it to that, I guess. Yeah, you just don't know what you're gonna get. It's still hot, but it's pouring with rain and. Yeah, I haven't seen New York like that before. It was cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. So you've got a couple of boards behind you? Uh, yeah, those are those are the electric boards. Um, that's kind of where I keep them. I've got boards in just about every room in my apartment. So that's where I keep the electric ones just to, you know, keep them handy when I need to go out. So they're, they're always at arm's length. Nice. So for those that don't know Mario, which I'm sure there isn't many of you, uh, Mario runs the e-boarding or NYC e-boarding group. Um, how many people have you got in there now? What's what's the setup? Oh, man. Um, so there's a few different ways we can kind of measure it. Um, there's the Telegram group, which is kind of like a WhatsApp group where everyone kind of just goes in and, you know, chats. That's been sitting around just under 800 members. Um, most of the people that go in there are local, so we kind of gauge it more by that. Uh, but the Facebook group has at least 1,500, but that's, you know, you get people from all over in that, so, yeah. Yeah, we have the same thing here in Melbourne. We've got about 1,300, I think it is, or so, Facebook people. Telegram doesn't have as many yeah. as you. I think we're on, like, 100 or something. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you get a lot more people on the Telegram um, platform that are just talking about DIY, batteries, helping each other, that kind of thing. And then, um, is that the same for you? Yeah, I mean, when we started, we were in a WhatsApp group. Um, and then we realized that WhatsApp had like a, a user limit in the group, mm -hmm. which was like, I don't know, like a hundred and something, which we hit, you know, a few months in. So then we found Telegram and we moved over to that. And then um, as the group, you know, grew even bigger, we ended up having to make all these different subgroups for different, you know, categories, like, you know, a boosted group, a DIY group, you know, a, a group for each borough in the city. So there's, we're going for Brooklyn, Queens, you know, everything. So the main chat ends up being kind of just like a catch-all for everything. Um, but then when you want something, you know, more focused, you kind of end up going to one of the, the subgroups. Gotcha. And I guess that works because New York City is pretty bloody big. Um, you can really split it into different boroughs and, and your website is just insane too. The amount of um, charging points, uh, you know, most of the Starbucks Starbucks let you in and do what they need to do. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we're lucky that we have such an awesome community. Um, 
I mean, people always think that New York is huge and like geographically it's not that big, but it's so condensed yeah. that it, it just gets split up into so many different areas. So, yeah. And you've ridden from Brooklyn all the way down to the World Trade Center before. Like, how long does that take you to do it? Um, so Manhattan's above Brooklyn. You would start maybe like somewhere in Manhattan, then right over one of the bridges. We would usually take the Williamsburg or Manhattan Bridge. Yeah. I mean, you can be in Brooklyn, like, you know, you can be there in like 15 minutes, depending how far you are. Like from my house, I actually rode into Brooklyn earlier over the Williamsburg Bridge, and that takes me like, you know, less than half an hour. So, so damn cool. And do you find these days, especially with you working, like how, how far away is work for you on a skateboard? Uh, for me, it's um, it's it's under four and a half miles, which is like seven k's. Mm -hmm. um, so every day I ride to work um, throughout the winter. So on the boosted, I can get there and back on one charge. But in the winter, because of the, the cold, you know, the range takes a hit. So I end up charging at work anyway, just in case I go somewhere after work or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's a. It, I'm, I'm lucky. I mean, I live and work in Manhattan, so I don't need to cross any bridges. I kind of just stick to you know the main island so it's it's pretty easy mm. and when i was there I, I noticed that the um most of the roads have got bike paths like the green lanes that are there that help so much um getting around do you mostly use those or you're on the road or depends no i i stay away from the bike lanes as much as i can do you <laughs> yeah no the, the bike lanes are bad news um they're, they're so narrow that you know you end up getting cyclists competing they try to pass you there's cars that you know cut you off without um you know checking their mirrors there's cars opening their doors um it's, it's it ends up being just you know a little bit less safe um than riding on the road sometimes but i personally uh ride mostly on the bus lane so the streets would typically have like the bike lane then the you know normal lanes for the cars and then the bus lane to the far right mm -hmm. and that's usually reserved just for buses as you, as you would imagine so you don't see cars in there so i don't really have to you know contend with other vehicles and if i if i see a bus coming i let them go and then just go on my way yeah i mean that's that sounds like it's the appropriate or safer thing to do anyway too to do with that um i was in the bike lanes when i was there because i just didn't know any better but uh, yeah, that's cool, dude. Yeah, and I mean, like when people see videos of us riding in the city, like like riding with cars, they kind of just, I feel like they kind of associate with where they live. Yeah. Where, you know, cars and, you know, somewhere like, I don't know, like the CBD in Melbourne or something uh, are going to go slower, but outside of the city, cars mm. here are going so slow that you kind of keep up with them. It's not really an issue. Gotcha, mate. Yeah, gotcha. Um, we've got some people watching. Well, I think the audio, I'm just going to do a couple of things in here because I think the bandwidth is struggling a little bit. One sec. I can see, yeah, there's uh, one sec. There's no no data at the moment. So we'll get there. One second. Just going to restart some stuff. What's mm -hmm. going on? Whoa, hang on. It's not normally like this, but yeah, this is what happens when you change or adjust some stuff. Hang on. Live is hard to do. It is. It's super hard. And everything seems to be okay. Um, just seeing, I'll just read out some of the comments that are in here. So we've got Jesse pa uh, Patterson. I know he's from New York. He rides around on uh, some pretty crazy boards over there. What's going on? Hang 
God. Yeah, Des has been in our group for years now. Yeah, he's um he's a great contributor, for sure. Uh, I think we could. Hang on. Just restarting a bunch of stuff. So sorry everybody that's watching. We are trying to do some stuff a little bit different, and sometimes that has some pain in the ass things going on. connecting yeah we're live i'm just trying to get uh the comments and everything up mm -hmm. okay here we go error there's the chat let us know in the chat too if you uh, are having trouble seeing us i'm just pausing some stuff in here yeah someone said bikes going the wrong way that's another thing like the bike messengers they Did don't I care they'll go the wrong way down the bike lanes yeah, so it's a free-for-all, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. Okay, I think we're good. Yep, I'm looking at the encoder status. We're all right. It's just a little bit jumpy, but we'll continue on. Um, so, yeah, one of you've got a bunch of boards. You've got the boosted board. Um, you've got a bunch of boosted boards, actually, don't you? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I have a few boosted boards. I kind of like what they're doing. Yeah, no, they're pretty cool, and... Um, and then I think as well, you've had some trouble with your Raptor 2.1 trying to get some of those things fixed. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have no idea what's going on there. Um, it's it's a struggle. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of orders out there that haven't been fulfilled. There's a lot of support. Uh, it's it's a big, big problem. And um, Yeah, I mean, their entire website's gone now, so I don't think it, we're going to hear from Inertia and, you know, ever again. No. Although I do see um, Jason's got uh, Google Hangouts and I can see that he's online uh, every so often. I haven't gone in and tried to chat with him yet. I don't know if he's going to do that, but um, yeah, yeah, pain the bum. I mean, I'm sure he's still alive. I just don't think the company is. Yeah, exactly. And he's probably in hiding because there's a bunch of people, you know, that are wanting to get their money back or wanting their boards and who knows where they are. But your board, you've yeah. sent that off to be to get some support. And do you have any idea where it is? Yeah, I mean, it's a really unfortunate situation. Um, so, like, we used to have a local repair agent, which was awesome. We had one in New York. And so, you know, I would just physically meet up with him, give him my board. Um, but then they moved away from that and they hired this DIY parts company called Hi Hyperion, Hyperion, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and they're based in Texas, here in America, in the US. Um, and so, at the end of last year, their you know their sole remaining support agent told me to ship the board over to, to them to because they had a bunch of issues. It, it just wasn't even it was barely running, um, and so I shipped it. They said they would pay for return shipping, so I paid out of pocket to ship it. You um, made it there. It said it was signed for. Um, I never actually spoke to you know Hyperion or whoever directly. Um, I just spoke with you know Notion as you would expect. Um, and then he said, you know, you can pass on the information or whatever. He said, I'd get it back within three or four weeks. Um, and then like within that time period, that sole remaining, um, support agent left the company. So that basically left no support stuff whatsoever. Um, so then I was like, okay, so what happens with my board? And he kind of just said, you know, they've got the info, they'll get it back to you when it's ready. Um, like I said, I never actually spoke to them directly. So 
it's basically just gone missing. The, 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 to add insult to injury though, that same company had also been kind of, I don't know if it was exactly scamming customers or basically just not sending out what people had paid for. Um, there was a thread in, in one of the DIY um, forums. So basically that company already had a bad reputation. Um, and does that company still exist? So, so when you try to email them, it just bounces back now. I don't think they ever had like a full website up. Um, it was just like two guys running some operation out of their house. And so basically my board's over there in Texas right now. Um, obviously, you know, it's on the other side of the country for me. Mm. Um, they don't respond to anything. No one at Notion does. I've spoken to, you know, people that used to work at Notion, retailers. Uh, you know, I spoke to you about it and no one has any idea. What happened to to a notion so nothing at all and that's the interesting thing like uh one of the guys the marketing guy roan uh he was working there for a long time um and he was doing a great job he was doing all their social media organizing events um traveling around he was also he also traveled to the it's electric cup last year and um yeah. with with jason and um yeah, he's, I've spoken to him and he's basically said, look, I can't really say too much. We've all signed NDAs. Um, and yeah, he's finished up there. He's working somewhere else now. But it's just... Yeah, he was a cool guy. I never had any issue with him. You know, last time they were here, last year, I, my board actually started having issues when he was here. So I was able to ride the board when he was here and that was the last time. You know, he crashed at my place. Uh, we hung out. You know, he, he was cool. Yeah. It's just Jason that, you know, it was bad news. Yeah. And you could, without saying too much as well, like at the It's Electric um, Cup in France, Jason had, a, I think, six or seven of the Foxbox Unities with him. And it was kind mm -hmm. of like people were bidding to try and buy these because they were so rare. Um, oh, yeah. And, and like, yeah, he was having a great time and uh, he wasn't really selling boards or promoting inertia or anything. It was really having a look at the technology that was there and well, from my interpretation, in my opinion, anyway. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, from from what I heard, that was kind of like the last attempt to try and to secure boards, whereas most of the time he was um, off having a great time drinking and uh, and I guess, yeah, I was just like, oh, this guy should be, you know, doing what all the other people like Lazy Rolling were doing, like have their, their um, you know, stand set up and showing all their tech and getting orders. It just didn't seem like that. So oh, so he didn't have he didn't have anything like that set up. They they had like one table, uh, like a fold out table with nothing else. Um, they had a board, which was the one that Jason was writing, uh -huh. and that was it. Maybe a couple of stickers here and there, but nothing really set up professionally. And I just I don't know. I just right back right. there, I was like, yeah, this this doesn't seem right, and. Uh, yeah, if I if I had have known that this was the way it was going to end up with the two point one, um, yeah, it would have been a different story with what I was spruiking. Like for me, I thought the two point was awesome. Like they they shipped it out. Yes, it was delayed, but it was an it was an incredible board. And I know you've had one and you enjoyed it. And did you? So what did you do with your two point oh? Did you sell it? No, no, no. So there was only ever one board. So basically, I had that board for almost a year yep. and through that entire time it was going in and out of being serviced right and which was obviously you know very frustrating but barra they you know the guy that was like the head of their you know customer service yeah he was also awesome he was you know always willing to help and you know make sure that i got taken care of 
Um, but yeah, that entire time I had the body was going in and out of being repaired. And so I started with a 2.0, but then they ended up changing so many parts that it was something like something between like 2.0 and 2.1. Cause he had like some 2.0 parts, some 2.1 parts. So yeah. I just noticed my video has gone a bit haywire. So I'm just resetting that. <laughs> it's one of those days that everything seems to be going on. I can see, yeah, it, it has uh, kind of stopped. Is it working for you? Can you see me or is it stopped? Uh, for me, you're frozen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I look like I'm looking down. We've got some comments going on here too, so let's go through those. Um, yeah, good. We don't have as much lag anymore, but my video's not working. I'll get that reset in just a sec. Uh, on New Row, where am I? Companies that overpromise and underliver Eastgate Life. Yeah, it seems like that's... Thanks for that... Uh, who was that? Levi by Portland. Um, it seems like that's one of those annoying things at the moment too with the um, Eastgate world because it is quite new that you're not quite sure if you should invest in a board if it is a Kickstarter campaign or if they haven't released one in the past. Um, right. Like what's your, you know, have you have you committed to a board that hasn't been made yet? Um, what do you mean that hasn't been made yet? Like for instance, have you ever signed up or purchased something on Kickstarter or GoFundMe? Oh, oh okay, okay. Um, yeah, I actually, um, I signed up for the Riptide when that first launched. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was also something I had tried in person when Eric from Short Lights was working at uh, Riptide. He brought a few demo boards out here, um, and showed us before, I think it was around the time the Kickstarter went live or Indiegogo, whatever it was. So we at least got to try it in person before, um, you know, before being able to order them. Yeah. Um, and the Raptor, I had tried like a demo version, like a prototype kind of thing before ordering mine. Um, but I've never like completely blindly ordered a board just based on like, you know, specs on paper and like a company with no history. Yeah. And I think like if you have something like, let's say, Boosted or one of those, hopefully this video comes back up in a sec. Nah, it's peaking. Hang on. A, I'm just going to go to my backup video. Sorry about all this. Hang on. Just going to go to the FaceTime built-in camera. There we go. Yeah, it doesn't look as good, but at least you can see what's going on. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've found that the majority of those that are on, GoStar, uh, on GoFundMe or Kickstarter or they've promised that they're going to deliver something, it takes either twice or three times as long to get to you or it's uh, completely not... It don't, never, never arrives. Um, and then you try and get your refunds or you, you try and get support and it's extremely difficult. Um, so yeah, yeah my, my word of the, my, 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 I guess, recommendation is always go with a company that's established that, you know, someone like Boosted, Evolve, uh, One Wheel, all those guys seem to be doing quite well and they, they deliver on their promise, even if it is a little bit late on some of them. But um, it seems like that's what you have to do these days until um, they build it up. Like, what's, what's your... Um, take on the new x-way board have you had much of a chance to look at it or the flex. A bit more? yeah um i mean it looks pretty decent it uh i feel like x-way has established themselves as a company that you can kind of trust their products mm. um so i mean yeah at first when i saw that um i thought it was going to be like a you know like a top tier board but it turns out that it's like their budget board and the uh the X1 Pro is kind of still like their premium board. Um, I don't know. I kind of like it how Daniel Klein put it. He kind of just said that 
it was a board that everyone's making and everyone's buying, so they were just going to do it better and cheaper. Exactly. Because it, it's not it's not a new design. It's something that you know we've seen for years now. Boosted, you know, probably was the first to do the you know kind of two compartment layer with the flex deck. Yeah. Back in you know 2014, 15, around there. Um, and I mean, th throughout the entire lifetime of the boosted boards, you've seen these companies kind of just catch up, um, you know, copy the designs and the the performance and catch up and, you know, even exceeding the, the battery range now. So it's exactly right. I, I find that they've just taken what's out there, but made it really good with good quality parts, CNC built trucks. Um, and they've put their badge on it. It doesn't look anything like the rest of the X-Way fleet that they've created, like the X1 or the X1 Pro. It doesn't have that sleek right. look, um, but it's still the same remote control. It's a new app that the app's not out yet. Um, I've had a quick look at it, um, but it's, it's a little bit different, but that's the thing. They're not trying to reinvent. They're just trying to say, Hey, if you just want a standard board, we're going to give you a good quality board at a budget price. They're not trying to reinvent anything, uh, and, but they're just trying to do it well. And that's where I think they're going to be a very big competitor. Uh, so long as they can get their shipping, their support, um, you know, and all the, the volume out. If Because um, I think it's just come out, the pre-order for the Flex 2. And um, it's, it's looking like it's doing quite well. Yeah, I personally haven't seen any in person. You know, I, I think I saw a few on Reddit, but they were like, like ambassador or like early yeah. test units or something. But... I mean, yeah, they, they, they definitely seem like they know what they're doing. They seem to have the right staff. Um, but yeah, they, 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 I definitely like to try that sometime. Mm, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Are you coming back to Australia anytime soon? Um, no plans at the moment. Um, basically, I kind of take, I, I used to take it in turns with my family. Like they would come one year and I would come, oh, yeah. you know, the other year. Um, but yeah, not too sure about the end of this year uh, at the moment. Okay, cool. Well, I'm trying to get to New York either September or August this year. I put a oh nice put a vote out to say should I go to the it's electric cup that's the second version um, or the second year or go to Evolve Germany which is in August or go to New York and LA and just do that. Um, and yeah. like 65% of people said, just do New York and LA again. Um, so I'm not oh, quite okay. sure what I'm going to be doing, but yeah, how's, how things, um, changed since I was there last, I was there almost two years ago. Uh, you st like, I remember when I went there last time, mate, it was one of the best experiences ever. Like everyone's like blocking off, <laughs> um, roads and we're all going through. Everyone's like having a great time. Everyone was so, so fast as well. So experienced and uh it's crazy it's hectic it's kind of like a like some form of like controlled chaos it's it's insane people see us going through the streets and for the most part everyone knows what they're doing and you know it's staying on their board but yeah it's it's crazy fun yeah no it's but if you come in september that should be around when we have um nyef as well i thought so because that was the one that filipachi kind of co-hosted as well last year is that the one yeah yeah, yeah so the both years that we've done it so far, it's been like mid-September, so maybe that could line up well too. Yeah. All right. We'll look into that too. Because um, Boosted had their S2 at the last one, I think. Their what? Oh, sorry. Baja. Baja had their S2 that they kind of showed off. Alessandro and his, oh, um, yeah. and his wife was there, and they were giving that a crack. Yeah. Did you have a go at that board when you when they were there? 
Um, I did, but I mean, like that thing is just like a tank. I actually met them for the first time that um, at the festival, but yeah, that that board is just insane. It's a beast. <laughs> it, it's not even like a, it's not even like an old terrain board. It's it's like strictly off road. Yeah. I mean, I, I ride the G4 on the road most of the time, and I put a kitty cart on the back of it, tow my boy, who's... Three, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good fun. <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah, is there a... Soon. Yeah, mate. Are you going to be doing that soon? Is that what I heard? Sorry? Are you having a kid soon? Oh, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I don't give my girlfriend any ideas. No, no I was just saying that's sick. Yeah, sweet. Um... Is there a board out there that you haven't tried yet that you wish you could? Um, uh, right now, I'm thinking of... Um, I've been wanting to go... Have you heard of the company Buston? And the, yeah, Buston the Boards. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so they recently released the, the V2 of their the Joelomo electric skateboard. Um, and I haven't actually tried that one out yet. It's not like super new anymore, but... Um, they, they were originally based here in New York and they do demos every week. So I've been meaning to go out and try that. And if I like it, maybe I'll pick up one of those just to fill the gap that the Raptor left. Yeah, because you're probably looking for a high powered street vehicle. I mean, you've got your boosted. That's your kind of last mile kind of thing. But um, you're just looking yeah, for something I'm, you can cruise on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a urethane guy and it's kind of hard to find boards with a lot of range that still, you know, have street wheels on. Um, the Raptor, you know, fit that bill pretty, pretty well, but you know, obviously that's out of the question now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of a board that would kind of fit. Like you could do maybe if you had some money, the bio boards, the new one not coming out. That thing's nuts. Yeah. I think those would scare me. I don't yeah. know about those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was at the, it's electric um, cup as well in France last year. And I didn't get on it because I saw how fast these guys go in and the acceleration's just insane. Um, because yeah, I was especially in a, those four-wheel drive things. Yeah, absolutely. And because I was in a, in a foreign country, I had no idea how the hospitals work or anything. I just didn't want to have a major yeah, accident. Yeah, no, you want to play it safe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, I think a step it. down from that would be one of the builds that Longhead Boy does. Yeah. It's a, it's a build with the um, oh, that direct drive. I think it's the talk board's direct drive with the 110 mil wheels mm-hmm. on a Lanyard's um, Evo deck. I've been kind of looking at that. That looks pretty nice. I think it's a 12S build and it's obviously still street, but you know, with huge range. Yeah. Now his uh, long haired boys stuff is just phenomenal. And he's, he, he does he do it part-time or full-time now? I think it might be full-time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see him doing it often enough. I'm not too sure. Yeah. No, it's cool. I um, had a chat also with Ernesto uh, last week, I think it was, for about half an hour. He was just finishing soccer with his kids and taking them to McDonald's. And we had an awesome chat about what he's doing. And obviously the Callies um, have had Foxbox Unities in them and what he's doing. He's got something kind of new percolating at the moment, which sounds pretty interesting. Um, do, you, do you see a lot of Kellys in New York? Oh yeah, still tons. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's been kind of like waves of what you see a lot of. Um, you know, for a while, tons of people were kind of moving on to Cali boards. A lot of people have um, kind of moved on to electric unicycles as well now that are like really popular. Um, but yeah, still tons of Cali boards. 
I think in in terms of old terrain boards, the the Calisti were the most popular, mm. at least here in in our community. And do you find that because you know you're in New York and so is Cali NYC that um, support's really good, or it still takes a little bit of time to to get that? I mean, you might know of other people's experience, not your own. Yeah, I personally don't know. I mean, I I, I know there's still kind of like a wait time to actually get a board. Um, I've never heard any you know any negative you know reviews of support yeah um but for the most part he's still doing you know all the work so it's understandable that you know there's going to be a bit of delay on everything yeah exactly because it's him and i think two or three other guys now he's got some people doing assembly and and whatnot so yeah uh, like yeah doing the decks and yeah yeah the battery packs yeah exactly just have a look at some of the comments that are coming through um nyla yep everyone's saying should do that uh when you ride in uh, new york city it's like you develop a sixth sense i i kind of like felt that as well i was there for about 10 days and i felt confident to go out on my own i was out at night at like 10 30 i was just cruising through the streets people kind of yell out to you like you know nice skateboard dude and <laughs> this kind of stuff here and there um yeah but uh, yeah, I didn't feel like threatened or that someone was going to steal my board or anything like that. I kind of understood the road rules. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I personally never had, I mean, when I first moved here, you know, friends back at home would ask me like, oh, is it rough over there? Or like, what's Brooklyn like, whatever. But I personally never had anything stolen or like I've never been mugged or anything like that. So yeah. I don't know if I've been lucky or yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I felt pretty, uh, pretty comfortable there too. Uh, Metroboard X. Oh, Metroboard X. Yeah. Slide to my right. Am I getting cut off? No, you're good. Happy days. Um, Metroboard X. That's something as well that's um, kind of percolating. I think out of California um, with Ilan um, or whatever his name is. Um, I've got one of them coming here in about six weeks, and I'm really looking forward to seeing oh, nice. what that what that has. Have you ridden a Metroboard X? One of the latest ones. Yeah, I mean. Um... I wrote it when it was still like a prototype. We're lucky that we have, you remember Jerry, the, the Metroboard yeah, yeah. ambassador? Yeah, Jerry Fung. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had like prototypes and all this stuff before the board was even finalized. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a really nice board. Um, it's, it's a little bit on the pricier side, but um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good ride. I've, um, I've heard, you know, from the, the diehard Metroboard guys here. Yeah, um, one thing with shipping anything across to Australia is we have very strong laws about batteries if you can fly yeah. them in and all that other stuff um, so finding a bit of a struggle but we've got a local guy that's going to be making the battery for us and uh, called Glyphs he's probably watching as well I haven't seen him comment yet but um, yeah shipping the oh, so board you're just getting the board without a without the pack yeah the BMS is coming separately oh, okay. and then we're going gotcha. to make up a battery pack and then uh, you know we'll give it a good review but um Elon's been awesome. He's been communicating with us like almost every day about what kind of parts we should be getting and what kind of BMS and what kind of structure, what kind of cells, all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, it's going to be as if it was a board that cool. was that came from them. And I'm, I'm yeah, looking forward to seeing what that has because I know they've just started to stock it in Filipachi as well. And um, hopefully it does really well. Oh for yeah. Them. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that should be pretty cool. And I think Filipachi's um, had a big Renault recently too. Have you been in there lately? I haven't been there in a little bit, um, yeah. but yeah, they, they kind of redid the area where they keep like all the electric boards and they put them all like in the on a different uh, part of the store. And mm. yeah, I, I saw some photos look really nice. I mean, they're always doing awesome stuff, so. Yeah, yeah, it's an, it's an awesome place to be. 
Uh, Jesse Patterson, uh, mine was good. I've had Kelly one and two in terms of support. Mario, slide your right. Uh, he's saying to slide right a smidge. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Any good areas to ride in Islip, New York? Matt Edwards. Have you got that one there? In where? Islip, I-S-L-I-P. Uh, I think that's in Long Island. I think that's just outside of the city. I'm not familiar with Long Island. Right. Have you um, ridden your board outside of New York? Or your boards? Um, yeah, I mean, a, a bunch of different places. Um, there's a good community in DC as well. Um, a few, t- uh, a few, I can't remember, at least a year ago, we, we had a big trip out there, a bunch of us, and Ernesto, you know, a ton of people from our group. Um, you know, went over there, took our board, stayed for the weekend, and we just rode with their group. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I've ridden in DC. I've ridden in Boston. They got a good community as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've ridden in LA. LA's nice too. Last year I took uh, took the mellow board um, over to LA with like three batteries, and that was a good time. Um, did you and do San that? Diego, um, San Diego. Did you do the Vegas trip with uh, T. Sean? No, I didn't actually. I didn't go to that one. Okay, gotcha. Sweet. So what do you see coming up for Eastgate in 2020? Is there anything that you're super keen on looking into more or any boards that you're looking forward to seeing? I feel like if you'd asked me that question like a year ago, it would have been easier to answer. But now, I don't know. I, I feel like the industry's kind of plateaued. Yeah. It's, it's getting harder and harder to, to innovate when you know battery technology isn't really progressing at least not at the consumer level. So you're kind of seeing the same designs over and over again, or just iterative updates. Um, I mean, how, yeah, much, how much really can you do with a skateboard say. anyway, huh? Like you've got to keep to a similar kind of deck shape and size or uh, different motors, different batteries. It's pretty much the, right, the crux yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, some of the guys here in Melbourne, they've been put, trying to put Alexas on it, trying to put mobile hotspots. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that uh, that Evolve build. Yeah, the Bumblebee was uh, what it was known as. That's but, yeah, pretty crazy. It's, it's awesome. And we were able to contain it all into the same um, battery compartment underneath uh, to put all the bits and mm-hmm. pieces in. It was it was quite cool. And um, we're at the moment, we're putting uh, a hotspot on um, a Baja G4 and we're doing yeah, a whole bunch of stuff like a, a tracker so you can see exactly where your board is at any time so it'll, you can bring like up a, a gps tracker yeah or exactly Bluetooth. gps tracker which uses the mobile yeah. um hotspot to know exactly where the board is um and oh, the ba- okay. yeah. i don't think the ba- the they're going to have it so that one of the cells is going to uh, power that even if it's off so it will you know even if you switch your board off and it's been two or three days you should still be able to find your board which uh would be quite oh, cool nice. that'd, that'd be decent yeah and that's one thing, like, one thing you're nervous about is that, like, some of these boards could be two or $3,000. You know, you want to make sure that you know exactly where that board is, or if someone's stolen it, you can go and knock on their door and get it back. Yeah, I think that's one area that some companies could probably still, you know, offer a little bit more in terms of just, like, kind of smart features. Like, there's, a, you know, several uh, um, board companies now that have their own apps where you can, you know, view mileage or tweak the the curves and that kind of thing. So yeah. I feel like maybe some companies will probably just aim for that as well. Yeah, I think, I mean, yes, I think right now it's about refinement. It's kind of like when you get the latest um, iOS version software for Apple, like they're not really coming out with anything 
incredible anymore. It's all just fine tuning and it's about performance and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's what X-Way Flex is trying to do is they're like, well, you want a board that has good range. It's going to last. It's got good quality parts. It's got a good remote. Let's just go with the, you know, the bare essentials, the things that really should matter and not try and bring out anything that people don't might care about, but don't care about that much. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, yeah, and what about um, New York City eboarding? What's uh, what's the latest with that? Like, are you maintaining that website still? Have you, are you building any apps or anything new? Um, no, I mean the website uh, I built uh, at least two years ago, mm. and I kind of built it in a way where it'll 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 be evergreen. It'll have all the information it'll ever need. Um, we make sure to update the Facebook group with any events. There's links off to that. Um, and the charge map is always updated just based on, you know, the, the submissions that we get from the community. So, you know, that keeps everything fresh. Yeah. Um, you've done it so well. And it, I think it's one of those sites and platforms that really should be emulated around the rest of the world. Um, so, you know, if you were going to sell that code or that setup or something and other um, board groups or whatever could, could uh, take it on, I think that'd be pretty sweet too. So maybe you've got some cash. Someone did approach me about something like that once, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. And what did you say? Um, I can't remember exactly how it went. They kind of just wanted to kind of use it as a template. Mm -hmm. um, but I, 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 didn't, I mean, we don't do anything for profit. Um, we kind of operate as like a non-profit. We have like a group of admins that, you know, put in seed money whenever we need to order, you know, stickers t-shirts yeah you know the domains or anything like that so we're just not really interested in kind of um any financial gain of anything we do yeah fair enough um and in terms of organizing rides how many rides are you doing every month you're doing like one a week or something maybe not now during the winter period but summer it's it's kicking yeah i mean it's been it's a it's been pretty quiet lately um there was a group ride today um I haven't organized uh, any during the winter. It's been, like I said, it's been pretty quiet, but it's good that there are some people that, you know, do organize group rides. Cause I always say it's really something that anyone can do. Um, we can help, you know, put it up on the, the telegrams and make sure that everyone gets notified. But, um, you know, if you want to ride and there's no ride, then, you know, step up and yeah, um, Host your own. You know, be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And who does most of the organization? Like when I was there a couple of years back, it was Tom that was doing most of it. He seems pretty yeah. passionate and he's a bit of a boosted ambassador as well. Um, yeah, he, he's a boosted ambassador. So he does a lot of the rides for boosted. Um, I still organize as much as I can, you know, when, it, when the season's more active. Um, and there's definitely a few other guys in our group as well that, um, you know, are pretty frequent. There's also kind of like a sub like electric unicycle community. Mm -hmm. um, I think they have guys there as well that, you know, host their own rides and make videos as well. Yeah, I've seen them, they go out. I've seen some of the videos like T-Shawn obviously would be part of that. And man, they go fast and they're all, you know, zigzagging through traffic and it's it's crazy. Yeah, they, they, they definitely go a lot faster than most boards. Yeah, yeah, they, they go pretty hard. Um, just checking the comments. Um, there's been a series of delivery guy robberies in New York City recently on e-bikes. That sucks. 
I organize group rides whenever I can. Host demos for XY. I'm hosting the XY Flex demo here in New York City. Jeffrey uh, Peralta. That's pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Then you know him. He's um, been around for a while. Yeah, I, yeah. He's um, he's a younger rider. I think he started with the booster. I, I remember him. He, um, I think he's an XY ambassador now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I think people who are keen and focused and they just love what we're doing here the um, electric vehicle movement there's um you know they want to be involved a bit more they want to either host rides or become part of the group or whatever it would be um and yeah was was that what you did first you got into you got your boosted board i think first was that right or a mellow board no yeah i started with the the first board i had was a boosted v2 um i got that back in i order it in mid 2016 and got it i think around in october that year yeah um and back then i mean there were already some people that had the v1 board um there were some people like me that were just getting their v2s but there was there was there was somewhat of a community at the time there wasn't like an active boosted ambassador there wasn't like any weekly group rides there was nyc e-boarding didn't exist yet like that we none of that existed Mm. Um, but there was basically like the way it started was just like a handful of us that just wanted to keep riding. Like it was in the middle of winter, we would go out two, three times a week. Um, so we would just organize our own group rides and, um, yeah, it, like I said, it kind of was born out of the boosted Facebook group. Um, but then we decided to, you know, make our own group, um, just so that we could kind of reach everyone and not you know have it be a like a boosted focus yeah. group and like a brand um, and then it kind of just yeah it yeah. kind of just grew from there that's good well yeah, it's one of the ones that i've enjoyed the most all the rides uh while i was there was just phenomenal going through central park and uh yeah the williamsburg bridge and uh through times square that was just phenomenal did that with um ernesto from cali and his yeah. wife and a whole bunch of us so it was just yeah can't wait to do it again too um yeah it never gets old no exactly we all know who hosts the best rides these days nyc chill e-skate group (laughs) so yeah do you find too like we found it here in melbourne that even though you've we've got electric riders melbourne there's about 1300 of us from i think the last time i saw it that some of them branch off themselves like some of the people in the group might click differently to the rest and they're like well we'll we'll set up one that's on a particular night every week or we'll do it our own way or and that's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but do you, do you find that too? Yeah. There's that group separation? Somewhat. I mean, like like I mentioned, there's the unicycle kind of mm. you know, group. Um, so that's kind of like the more pronounced one. I think there's... Uh, I mean, any other group that you see is kind of like, like part of ours too. So it's not like anything was ever like existed was born on its own it kind of just like starts from our group yeah um but every now and then i see people organize like long range rides so they'll say like you know we won't stop for 10 miles at a time or you know make sure you bring a board that can do that so every now and then you see that kind of thing yeah no it's uh it's so cool when when group rides are organized properly you can feel it like people you can tell who the captains are you can tell who's looking after the group you can see as well the routes got where we're stopping for dinner or lunch or a drink or whatever it is and um yeah it's it's just so well put together um Jason, yeah it can get pretty stressful though oh yeah <laughs> yeah making sure everyone sticks yeah, together like, and... 
Yeah. Well, especially for us now, I think the biggest challenge is finding spaces that can fit us and have enough, you know, wall outlets. So. Yeah, there was an awesome uh, slow cooked meats place along the east side. I think it was like way up. Can't remember where it was. Do you remember when we went there? It was, it was just getting to dusk. And yeah, we were all out the front and we're like, they just poured on the beer and poured on the meat and it was just phenomenal. Do you remember, do you remember the one I'm talking yeah. about? No, I don't remember the name. No, it's just right on the water, but that's all right. That's all good. Jason Latour, what are your thoughts on the progression of larger wheels in the marketplace? How big is too big for solid urethane? Urethane was holes in them, foamies. Would pneumatics eventually be preferable? What do you reckon? Um... I don't know. I, I, I feel like I feel like if, if I mean you've seen like hundred and ten millimeter wheels, that's I was just converting five inches in millimeters is hundred and twenty seven millimeters. Mm. And so you kind of like they're they're almost making urethane wheels big enough that it's like going into like pneumatics territory. Yeah. Um personally the biggest wheels I ride are ninety millimeters. Um I'm fine with that. I put them on my boosted recently just to get a little bit, you know, higher top speed. Um, but I think it's definitely cool that we're seeing like products being made like strictly for e-boarding that never existed before. Like before e-boarding, I don't think 110 millimeter urethane wheels existed. So no, not at all. I don't know. I guess they'll go as big as people, as people want. Cause back then people weren't, uh, people were pushing. And if you've got 110 mil, wheels on that which are very heavy and very thick um you're going to be pu- pushing so hard and you'll probably get over it yeah. that's why i think back of the old school skateboards skateboard wheels were like so super small because then they'd be light and easy to maneuver um but you're right i think i think the biggest i've seen from a urethane point of view is about 120 mil and uh not many people use them from from what i've seen what's this mario is a pu purist there you go jesse patterson yeah, Jesse knows me. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's awesome. Uh, Kevin, boosted ride guys yeah, today I, I, blew up the outlets at Whole Foods. There you go. <laughs> that's quite funny. So it was a yeah, I mean, that's that's just how big the community is. There's just too many people to contain in one um, one spot now. Yeah, and that's what you don't want is if you go into a, uh, like a Starbucks and you blow up their circuits and they can't operate, then that's going to be a massive problem too. Yeah, that's happened to us a few times. Uh, there's been situations where I had to divide people into two different spots at a time. Right. And that just adds like another layer of, you know, confusion because then you have to make sure that everyone, you know, regroups at the same time. And mm. like I said, it can, it can get pretty stressful. As, as much fun as it is, it can, it's, it can also be a lot of work sometimes. Yeah, totally. One of the questions, Levi, uh, have you heard of graphene batteries? They'll probably start popping up in 21. Yeah, I've heard really good things about them. That they they take only like a minute or two to charge fully. Uh, that they're they're a little bit volatile, but it seems like that's going to be something that will go into your electric vehicles soon. Have you heard much about? Yeah, them? I watched the video. Uh, not too much, but I did watch a video kind of recapping them the other day. And I mean, it, it seems like it's pretty close to trickling down to the consumer level. I think the company that they were talking about was already trying to sell them to Samsung, so. Um, I hope, hope that's something that we see soon. Yeah, it'll be in all mobile phones and all kinds of vehicles, I'm sure. Nickelback doesn't want us back. What's going on there? 
Uh, oh, Jeff. Too sure. Jeff's asking if you know anything about NYEF this year. Uh, it's a bit too soon to know much, but all I know is that it won't be at the same venue as last time because that that pump track actually shut down. So, um, yeah, Philippiki will have to find a new location. So, damn, that that was a cool location that. too, right on the water. It looked amazing. Yeah, the view was awesome. Um, it was getting a little bit too crammed for us though. Mm -hmm. um, from from the first year to the second year, they also redid the layout, and we had even less space for like the the booths. Um, the, having the pump track there was awesome because you know people weren't just looking at stuff; they were also participating. So yeah, yeah, it was definitely awesome to have. And, and did you have a lot of people like spectators coming in that were off the street, going, "What's going on here?" Like they were just wanting to check it out. Oh yeah, definitely. The fact that, um, that you know entry was free meant that people were just walking past and be like, "What's this?" And yeah. like, they would come and check it out. I mean, there was there was also a lot of people that went to the pump track anyway, like outside of the festival. So that kind of you know got them into that as well. Mm, fair enough. NYF location is done, thank God. <laughs> Kevin James. Um, yeah. So I guess yeah with the Paris event for instance they had a lot of space there they actually split I don't know if you saw the videos but they split it between a primary school and a cave which was about a kilometer um, distance away on a skateboard so it wasn't too close. bad at all yeah it was good um, and it was like 35 degrees Celsius during the day in Paris or in France in in that's about an hour's outside of Paris and you go into this cave uh -huh. and it would go down to about 15 degrees it was super cold. Oh, wow. it, was, it was awesome, and it meant that the batteries was, were lasting a lot longer. Um, but it was it was super scary in there. We had a couple of accidents. A couple of people left in the in the ambulance, but nothing too bad. Yeah, I, I saw I saw some of that. The, the the racing in the like the the school that you mentioned and in the caves. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty cool. So yeah, I'm not sure what I'm going to do this year. I'm hoping to get to LA in New York, and we'll catch up and we'll see what we can do. That'd be good fun. Sounds good. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, Mario? Um, what about you? What are you? What are you riding right now? What's your go-to board? I'm riding the Tramper with the spur gears at the moment, mostly everywhere um, around okay. my area. I've got a very big park just around the corner from where I live. But during the day at work, I'm on the one-wheel pint. Uh, for little short distance ones, which is a lot of fun. And then if it's a little bit more than that, or if I'm carrying a laptop or something, then I'm on the... I've been on the XYX1 Pro. I've been on the Flex only once or twice, no, twice now. Um, and I hope to get on mm -hmm. the, out on that this afternoon. But yeah, that's that's becoming quite a reliable, friendly, good range board. Um, doesn't hurt your feet. You know, it's got obviously a, a great bamboo, bamboo maple deck. So it's a bit bouncy. Um, but yeah, that's, do you have the right pack on the X-Way? I do. Um, I've, it came with it, but it's also come with the um, the hub motors as well, which was quite cool. Oh yeah. So I'm just testing out the, at the moment, which I think everybody's looking forward to, is the it's like a boosted versus flex comparison in all things. Like, what's the mm -hmm. remote like? What's the range like? What's the feel like? Um, so yeah, that'll be coming out in about a week, which would be good. Jeffrey, definitely hope you make it to a New York City group ride. I, yeah, I, I'm pretty, I'm 90% there that I'll be coming to New York around, what, September? Is that when you said NYEF is going to be? Yeah, for the past two years, we've done it like right in the middle of the month. Yeah. Um, so 
should be around then too. Cool. Well, as soon as that get re gets released, those dates, um, yeah, I think I'll be booking my tickets. I think it'll be sweet. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep you posted whenever I, I find out. Sounds good. Cool. I think that's it. Um, any final questions from anyone in the comments? Really appreciate coming on, Mario. It's been awesome. Um, and yeah, had a great time. Thanks for showing us around New York two years ago. And I'll uh, have to show you around Melbourne one day when you come back to see your relatives. Yeah, definitely. When I was there last time, uh, so before I left Adelaide, I'd never, I never had an electric board. Um, so I don't even like skated around the city. But when I went back, I, uh, I met up with, um, Samuel James. James. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he organized a group ride and we went out and it was amazing. It like, like there's a beach called Glenelg, which is my favorite beach in Adelaide. Um, we took the board out there by the beach, uh, along the, the Esplanade mm -hmm. and it was so nice. It, it was like experiencing, you know, the beach scenery in a totally different way. And it was amazing. I can't wait to do it again. And they've done so much development out that way in Adelaide too, along that water. Uh, it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. We've got a lot of that stuff here in Melbourne too, along the docks in Docklands and, oh, yeah. and the city and all the bike paths, you know, you, you get the disgruntled bike riders thinking it's their path, get off it. You know, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that happens anywhere around the world. Uh, and yeah, like obviously in, um, Melbourne electric skateboards, um, scooters, all that kind of stuff at the moment are illegal. Like it's definitely illegal, but, um, a lot of the police officers that I'm friends with and like the fact that I've been out on skateboards almost every day, uh, never been pulled over. It's, it's, you just got to be, have your common sense about you, be respectable. Um, you know, yeah. don't be all over the road. Don't be doing anything stupid and the cops won't pull you over. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I think I saw, I think I saw someone in the, um, I think I saw someone in, in the Sydney group say that they got pulled over by a cop recently and they got a fine. They got two um, fines, I think. One was for uh, driving a non-registered motor vehicle, which is about 800 Australian dollars. And the, yeah. uh, the other one was, oh, I can't remember what it was, but it was about the same amount of money. It was just a cop that obviously had had a bad day and uh, was taking it out on him. But you don't get that that often anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, Mario, doesn't even ride anymore with the actual group rides in New York City. <laughs> we're getting some, uh, we're getting, getting some passionate yeah, people I, in I here. Think, yeah? No, I think, that's, uh, I think that's Kevin just trying to be a downer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I just, I've, I've been doing this, like, for years, and there's, like, there's people that come into the groups, and, like, when we first started, we were doing nothing but going out and riding. And then as time goes on, you kind of just, like, I don't know, you find other hobbies and it's not as, you know, as new and such a novelty. And there's people that come in and like only do that and they see you kind of doing other stuff and then like they kind of see it as a, as something to pick on, I guess, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and I'm the same. Like I, I like to skateboard on my own as much as I do with a group. And sometimes like if it's your family or you've got friends that want to catch up or something and you can't make every group right, then people just have to understand that you know you're not going to be there every time but you're definitely gonna, you're part of the group you're you're commenting you're doing this kind of stuff so you you're, you're giving to the community heaps so it's cool yeah i mean like i will never stop writing i still commute the winter gets brutal sometimes but actually this winter wasn't as cold as it has been in previous years i've been kind of lucky mm. i've got a rurock helmet that i would sometimes use you know when the temperatures got to like negative 10 but I actually haven't had to use it this winter, so I've been kind of lucky. I've, I've still been able to commute every day to work. Um, 
it's still, you know, not so cold that you can go out and ride. Oh, that's lucky. That's what we want. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey again, in the East Gate community, Melbourne growing slowly or a bit faster than in the past? I would say it's growing faster right now. We're getting about 10 or so people joining our Facebook group every day. Um, and most of those people have just either bought boards or they're thinking about buying a board. And um, it's, it's a great little community. We, there's a lot of communication on DIY about group rides and people host their own rides now. And, and it kind of just takes care of itself, um, which is quite nice. So, and that's where Warren comes in, who's just posted. Uh, take lots of work behind the scenes to set up and maintain a group. It certainly does. And that's where I think, Mario, you're like, you know, you've been there. You've done that for a bunch of years now. Sometimes you just need some extra help to help run the group or to host rides or to, um, you know, make people aware of safety and, and things like that. Have you found that too? Like you've, you've put more people on or you've suggested to people, hey, do you want to, you know, organize group rides? Do you want to be there and make sure that they go smoothly? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I try to give people the tools to, to just do it themselves. Like I've always said, anyone can organize a group ride. We'll just post it in our group so that, you know, um, you know, people will know about it and then go out to the rides. Um, you know, the, the, um, the charge spot map, you know, anyone can submit a spot that doesn't need us to approve anything or anything like that. So it kind of just runs itself. Mm. Um, I have business cards as well with the, all the group info. And whenever I see, you know, I'll just be on my commute to work and I'll just see a random person on a board that, you know, maybe is not part of the group. I'll, I'll hey, say, hey, and, you know, give them a card and give them all the info so they can join the rides. I mean, the group rides aren't for everyone. There are people who, you know, kind of just prefer to do their own thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, we, we always try to recruit as many people as we can. Exactly. And it's funny when you're going down the street and someone else on a skateboard's coming the other way, you kind of give them the little, g'day, mate. <laughs> you know, yeah, little yeah, look yeah. and stuff yeah. like, yeah, I know you're having a yeah. good time. And uh, so it's, it's a good, it's a great community. There's no really any haters or anything in our community at all. Some of them are a little bit more cocky or confident than, than they should be. Um, but mm -hmm. we're really pushing this safety thing at the moment. We're trying to get things legalized. We're trying to make sure that, you know, people aren't copping fines uh, left, right and center. Um, yeah. And like, like you were saying too, sometimes all you want to do, if you've had a long day, you've had, had a crap day, you just go out on your board and, you know, it clears the head and um, you get your sense back and, you know, you can get home and not take it out on your wife or your kids or anything like that. You, It's definitely very therapeutic, just mm. going out and riding and feeling the winds on your face. Yeah, it's an awesome feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, I think we'll finish it there. Really appreciate again, Mario, for coming on. Um, Sounds good. And if anybody's keen, if you're watching and you're from the New York area, go and check out NYC eBoarding. The website, is that it? NYCEBoarding.com? Yep, that's it. And that'll yeah, give you the links to Facebook, uh, Telegram, everything. Yep, and the charging hotspots and all that kind of stuff are all over that website. Uh, go check yep. it out. Get on a group ride. Uh, get out there and have some fun. But uh, yeah, thanks, mate. I'll um, chat to you really soon. Cool. Looking forward to it. Um, hope to see you again later this year. Yeah, I'll be there. See you, mate. Cool. Bye. See you, dude.